A Great Sacrifice. This is a story from a long time ago. In a little hut, in the midst of a bare, brown, lonely moor, there lived an old woman and a young girl. The old woman was withered and sour-tempered, and would always keep blabbering indistinct words to herself. The girl, whose name was Finola, was as sweet and as fresh as an opening rosebud. Outside the hut, the bare, brown, lonely moor stretched for miles on every side, but towards the east it was bounded by a range of mountains. Nowhere was a house to be seen, nor a tree, nor a flower, nor sign of any living thing, just the old woman and Finola. The only other person beside the old woman Finola ever saw was a dumb dwarf, mounted on a broken-down horse, came once a month to the hut, bringing with him a sack of corn for the old woman and Finola. Although he couldn't speak, Finola was always glad to see him. After putting the sack of corn inside the house, he climbed up his horse to leave, but looked at the hut one last time and caught a glimpse of Finola at the window and saw that she was crying. This sight made him so miserable that he could think of nothing else but her sad face, and he allowed the old horse to go on without minding where it was taking him. Presently, he reached at the foot of a green hill where a voice suddenly startled him. It is time for you to come. Huh? The dwarf snapped out of his thoughts and saw that standing before him was a little man. Yes, littler than the dwarf himself. It's time for you to come, and you are wholeheartedly welcome. Get off your horse and come in with me, that I may touch your lips with the wand of speech. The wand of speech? Curious, the dwarf got down off his horse and followed the ferryman through a hole in the side of a green hill. And when they came out of the other side, the dwarf found himself in a splendid room as bright as day. Diamonds sparkled in the roof as stars sparkle in the sky when the night is without a cloud. Take a chair, and I will ring for the wand of speech. Hmm. Speak. But, but, I... I can speak. Who, who are you, oh kind sir? <laughs> Don't worry about me. Tell me, who are you? Well, I am... The dwarf stopped short, for it suddenly occurred to him that he didn't know who he was. He had no memory, no recollection of his past. I... I don't know. All I know is that I work for the king, and every month I have to deliver a bag of corn to a hut in the lonely moor. And there you fell in love with the beautiful maiden. Her name is Finola, and she is the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. But today, I saw her cry, and my heart aches. You are in love with her? I am. And would you do what it takes to make her happy? I would give my life. Well, listen carefully then. Finola is no ordinary girl. She is a princess, Princess Finola, who was banished to the lonely moor by the king, your master. He finished her father, who was the rightful king, and would have finished Finola too, only he was told by a sorceress that harming a little child would bring severe bad luck. Then what do I do? Bad 
banish her to the lonely moor, and I would fling a spell of enchantment over her so that she doesn't remember anything. Let her live there with my elder sister, who is also under the same spell and doesn't remember anything. <laughs> and as for food, let them live on corn, which will be delivered to them every month. It is dangerous to send someone there. If word gets out... Don't worry. I have just the right person. <laughs> Since you know it all, who... Who am I? You will know at the right time. Now, will you break the spell of enchantment, no matter what it costs? Anything for her. Okay. Now listen carefully. The spell can be broken only by the right weapons. The golden spear and the silver shield are on the farther bank of the mystic lake in the island of the western seas. Bring them to the lonely moor. You will only have to strike the shield three times with the spear, and the silence of the moor will be broken forever. The spell of enchantment will be removed, and the princess will be free. I will set out at once. All the best. And saying so, the dwarf set out for the mystic lake. After traveling all the day, toiling up the steep crags and heathery passes, he reached the shore of the ocean. He was so tired after the long journey that he climbed off his horse and sat down to rest when a giant eagle, whose wings were made of fire, emerged out of the water, and his eye sockets were dark and hollow. How dare you come to my shore? I... I need to reach the Mystic Lake. Why do you want to go to the Mystic Lake? Trembling, the dwarf told the giant eyeless eagle everything. Hmm, a matter of love. Fine, you may use my waters to reach the island of the Mystic Lake, but you will have to pay a price. Anything? What do you want? Hmm, your eyes. The dwarf gulped a lump in his throat and took a step back when suddenly the face of Finola flashed before his mind. <sighs> Anything for her. Fine. I take what you give. Your eyes now belong to me. And as it said those words, with a bright light, the dwarf's eye sockets turned dark and hollow, and the eagle now had the dwarf's eyes. You may now proceed. I... I can't see anything. How... how will I make it to the island? As still as darkness, and as bright as life can be, a sacrifice like that will take you where you want to be. And no sooner had he said those words, the wind twirled around the dwarf and carried him up into the air. The world transformed around the dwarf, which he couldn't see, and before he realized, he fell on the ground <sighs> and passed out. There he lay unconscious until the sun set and then rose again. And then he opened his eyes and the blue sky greeted him with its bright light. I... I can see? And as he turned, he saw a silver shield, bright as the sun, resting against the golden spear standing upright in the ground. The dwarf jumped off, and running towards the shield, he saw himself as if in a looking glass. He was no longer a dwarf, but a gallant knight. And at that moment, his memory came back to him, and he knew he was Konal, one of the knights of the Red Branch. 
And he remembered how the spell of memory loss, dumbness, and deformity had been cast upon him by the sorceress whose love he had turned down. Slinging his shield upon his left arm, he plucked the spear from the ground, and no sooner had he done that, the world around him transformed once more, and he was now at the shore of the ocean where his horse, a majestic stallion called Blazer, waited for him. Blazer, my boy! Let's go! Swifter than the wind, the gallant horse swept on and on, and it was not long before he was bounding over the enchanted moor. When he reached the hut, he struck the shield with the spear three times, and suddenly from the ground, grass and flowers sprang up, and great trees with leafy branches rose on every side. It looked like a beautiful meadow, and the hut turned into a beautiful little house, and from it came out Sorceress Elena, who did not look old anymore, but elegant and poised just like her sister. I come here to take Princess Finola, the true heir to... But he was left speechless when Finola emerged from the house, looking more beautiful than ever. You broke the spell, and now we remember everything. Thank you for all that you've done. I will take care of things from here on. Come, Princess, we must leave at once. No, I don't trust you. She will go with me. Quiet. Do not speak to Sorceress Elena like that, for she is my godmother. Who are you, anyway? Surprised, Colonel told her everything. Oh, I am sorry. Thank you. Thank you for all that you have done. I appreciate it. We will now ask for your leave, kind knight. Elena tapped her wand on the ground, and at once a chariot came out from between the clouds. It landed on the ground, and the two began to walk towards it. Stop. Yes? Um, princess, I... I am in love with you. I have loved you since I... I'm sorry. I do not feel the same way. I don't even know you. But if you ever come to our kingdom, do visit us and we will treat you well. And saying so, the two climbed onto the chariot and left. A heartbroken Kono watched them disappear through the clouds. Tears rolled out of his eyes when suddenly he heard the sound of the ferryman. Kono... You have done good. In fact, very well. Sorceress Elena is a powerful sorceress. Don't worry. By next morning, Princess Finola will get her throne back. And as for you, this is what I meant when I asked you if you are willing to pay any price. The eyes were not your price, but knowing that the one you love doesn't love you back is. Go well, O oh great knight. Go well. We will never be together, will we? Not every heart gets what it wants. And that is the great sacrifice. Conal climbed his horse and then he went his way, far away from the boundaries of the kingdom. We don't know what will happen to him, but we do know that his story will live on, teaching us that love is selfless and so are the deeds of love.